from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, September 14th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. After a meeting yesterday, there is still no announcement from the Big Ten about whether football will begin sometime in the fall. Stephanie Stanovich reports. Many Ohio State football fans, players, and players' families are waiting for an answer. My stepson is Cameron Babb. Amanda Babb is also the president of the OSU Football Parents Association. We haven't heard anything from the Big Ten. The Big Ten presidents were presented a comprehensive plan to conduct a fall football season. A source told the Associated Press that the full council of presidents and chancellors heard from all of the subcommittees of the conference's return to competition task force for over two and a half hours. Bab says most of the parents in the association feel the kids are safer playing, and right now they're holding on to that hope. Reporting in Columbus, Stephanie Sanovich. On a related note, another Ohio State Buckeye has decided to go pro. More from Angela Ann. Cornerback Sean Wade is opting out of his senior season. He's officially declared himself for the NFL draft and is potentially a top 10 pick in 2021. Wade is also the second football player to forego his senior year at OSU over the lack of a fall football season. You might remember last Friday, junior Wyatt Davis announced a similar decision amid the Big Ten uncertainty. Angela Ann. Police body cam footage shows a house full of Southwest Ohio college students held a party over Labor Day weekend after several of them tested positive for coronavirus. Oxford police cited six men who attended a house party near Miami University on Saturday for violating the state's mass gathering and quarantine ordinance. Body cam footage shows an officer showing up to a home near the school's campus and finding a number of men gathered on the porch without masks on. WKRC-TV reports that more than one thousand Miami University students have tested positive for COVID-19 since classes began in the fall. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost is sponsoring his office's annual conference today at a time when trust between law enforcement and the communities they serve in many places is stretched thin. More from Angela Ann. Building mutual respect between police and the public. That is one of the main topics from today's law enforcement conference. Now is the time to show consistency in your courage. To have focus on all that you do in the future. Don't make them question where your heart is. So Paul Butler is a law enforcement leadership speaker who took part in today's virtual conference for the Ohio Attorney General's Office. It's an event that is put on every year. And other topics include how police can lead during these trying times. I'm Angela Ann. An appeals court has halted a judge's order that would allow voters to apply for absentee ballots for the November presidential election by electronic means. The move means that for now, Ohioans cannot apply for absentee ballots by fax or email, something that was sought by Democrats in the pivotal swing state. The appeals court on Saturday halted Friday's preliminary injunction pending the outcome of an appeals process it said would be expedited for briefing, oral argument, and determination. The Ohio Democratic Party called the earlier ruling a victory for voter access, but the GOP Secretary of State said it injected chaos into what was already a challenging election. Friends again spent part of their weekend trying to find a missing 52-year-old suburban Columbus woman. Brittany Bailey has more with Police Sergeant Justin Alloway. Emily Noble has been missing for more than 100 days. We put a lot of resources into this, and every time we receive a tip, we put all of our resources back into it because the ultimate goal at this point is to find Emily and find out exactly what's happened. Westerville police say they've already followed up on at least 75 tips and still nothing. But Noble's friends are not giving up the search. They were out again searching for any clues they could find. I'm Brittany Bailey. 
Emily Noble was last seen on the night of her birthday, May 24th. Her husband told police when he woke up the next day she was gone, leaving behind her keys, phone, and credit cards. A Toledo woman is mourning the loss of her grandson, Michael Tater reports. Kathy Jackson says she's still numb to the fact that her grandson, 15-year-old Tyler Jackson, was shot and killed earlier this month in central Toledo. Police say they found Jackson and 10-year-old Vashawn Carrington suffering from gunshot wounds. Kathy is still trying to find answers as she says the kids had asked for help from police earlier that night but did not get any. If they'd have helped those kids, they would have not been in this situation. TPD has not said whether there are any suspects. Michael Tater in Toledo. The 10-year-old was seriously injured in the shooting. And Heisman winner Joe Burrow ran 23 yards untouched for a touchdown in his NFL debut, but the Los Angeles Chargers roughed him up and rallied for a 16-13 victory over the Cincinnati Bengals. ONN's Dave James has more. Playing in empty Paul Brown Stadium, the Athens County native got his first snaps in the NFL and learned the hard way what it's like to face a tough front line. Still, Burrow threw what would have been a game-winning touchdown pass with seconds to go, but an offensive pass interference call wiped it out. Then the Bengals missed a 31-yard field goal try to tie the game with two seconds left. Earlier in Baltimore, the Cleveland Browns were stomped by the Ravens 38-6. Dave James, ONN News. The Bengals play at Cleveland this Thursday night. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.